0: on 98FM and online. This is Phoenix FM. have the letter,
1: just the other day want to know you no more giving you the two nights, not to red. Not 15, no more. Keep away from our door. Right, she don't want to know, she says. What will the neighbours think they'll be? We don't, that's what they think we don't But I will, cause I know they think I don't All right, we don't want to know, we says We are disgraced to the human race, she says How can you show your face? We are displaced to the human race, Says, I'm feeling twice as old, she said She had her head on her shoulder
2: Here on the house of fun, and thank you. No, you don't need to do that. No, all
3: right, I won't do that. Won't. You
2: don't put the knife down.
3: I'll put the knife down there. I
2: was just going to say a huge thank you to the wonderful Ian Lee, who always looks after me. You're welcome. Lines up a madness track. Oh yeah. But you did miss me last week, didn't you?
3: <laughs> <I> missed you. <laughs> I thought, I thought you'd flown to the moon or something oh, nobody told me you weren't in so I plugged the hell out of your show all right? <laughs> told everybody what a wonderful great show you got I don't know what oh, guest no. you got coming on but no doubt you'll play some great music and I thought I know what I'll do I'll uh, program music, all upbeat uh, music that Karen would play.
2: What a star. And what Karen didn't star? turn up because
3: Karen had told the boss she wasn't coming in, but the boss didn't tell anybody else.
2: Oh my God, and you were all worried about me. <laughs> well, <That's>, I
3: was, <laughs> and Patrick how, was.
2: That's how close we are, my friends here at Phoenix.
3: I even left you a little note as well. Yeah, I'm thinking, hang on a minute. I've left her a note. <laughs> She's not coming in there. Patrick's going to think it's for him.
2: Well, you know what? I was at the best event ever, having the time really? of my life. The Oscars? Ins- not better than the Oscars. With the most inspirational speaker in the whole of the UK. Dr. Was it a Yamaha Rowe? speaker? Oh, shut up. Dr. Rowe, communicating with impact. And I met the most incredible people. Um... Dr. Rowe, mind-blowing. Actually, my lovely listener, if you want to go to (laughs) phoenixfm.com and have a look at the Listen Again link, he is on there and he will be coming back as well. Oh, that's good. Best inspirational speaker in the country.
3: Where was the event?
2: It was in Victoria.
3: Oh, no, you couldn't come
2: in. (laughs) No, a bit bit of a trek, I was a bit frazzled, but they were 12-hour days. (laughs) They were 12 hour days for four days. And at the end of the four days, nobody wanted to leave. Really? Everybody wanted more. And poor old Dr. Rowe, who everybody, the guy's a genius, um, at the end, there was just a queue. There was just a queue of people waiting. And I think he left at about midnight. Wow. He must have been frazzled, but that's where I was. And that's where. What, you what did he
3: inspirationally speak about?
2: Well, it was about communicating with impact.
3: Okay, what's what's that? If you don't mind me asking,
2: there's all different. There's a bit of NLP, a bit of psychology about how to format whether you're in a meeting or you're speaking in front of thousands of people, okay. or you're on Phoenix FM with eighty nine thousand listeners.
3: Yeah. <sighs> Now you've scared me. I thought I had four. <laughs> I thought I had four. I'm not coming back now. I am happy talking to four people. 89,000?
2: Oh, but no, you know you know, when you're in that wonderful bubble when everybody's connected? It yeah. was just mind-blowing. And I'm going to say hello to all of the guys throughout the show as well. And I've got some tracks that I'm going to line up especially for them as well. And I'm feeling in a little bit of party mood. Feeling
3: in a soulful mood as well, are you? I've
2: got the... Yeah, I am...
3: A bit, a, of Luther a bit of Luther is yeah.
2: gonna be coming up. And on top of that, I have got the best guests ever. You have you've got amazing guests. I know.
3: And do you know what? I was so excited to tell you last week. Yes. Last week at half past five, lastminute.com, yep. I had Junior Giskum on the phone yep. because he was gigging in South End. You know who Junior is, don't you? Mama used to see, oh. take your time, young man. Oh. Really? Yeah he was he's gigging at South End last week yep. uh, for the David Guest Soul Train uh, event and he oh. was on stage with uh, Kenny Thomas and Mari Wilson oh just what i always wanted um legends
2: oh yeah all legends, legends and yeah.
3: and and now that you've gone, all oh, that's left, left is a band of gold. Free to pain as well. <laughs> and we got talking about it. That's up on the Phoenix. That no, that'll be up on the Phoenix FM site later on. Oh, I've been so lazy, but I'll put that up later when I get home.
2: Did you blag like, a free ticket?
3: No, because I was working. <gasps> I was singing elsewhere. Uh, but we had we had a good natter out of not having any guests. I was yes. met played his song, mentioned his name, and he happened to hear about it and then phoned me up.
2: I love it.
3: I love it. I said, come on, Erin, okay. And we have like a 20-minute chat on the phone. Wow.
2: Just brilliant. It all happens. It all happens here at Phoenix FM. Uh, only and to no, you and I. Just to you and I and my one listener out there.
3: Uh, yeah, he must be must be friends with my one listener.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're gonna kick off with a little bit of a Luther. I've got some incredible music lined up throughout the show, so please do stay with me until eight o'clock this evening. Mm. on my show um, a few months back. She blew me away. M People. What a brilliant band. She was sitting there just opposite me where Andrea is actually. Mm. Hello. Just where Andrea is and she was warming up and I just sat there like the biggest fan ever. My jaw hit the floor. I had goosebumps. Um, She was totally warming up. And uh, what an honour to have her on the House of Fun. Um, and it's equally as fantastic because I have the best guests ever in with me this evening. Most of them are ready. I know that Karen Chamberlain is going to be making a wonderful late entrance. We've got some brilliant music lined up. And after the next track, um, we are going to be speaking to my one of my most favourite people in the world, the wonderful Andrea, who is the founder of Wet Nose Animal Aid and Wet Nose Day. And we're going to be talking to you and letting you know more about that very shortly. Play. That one goes out to... Oh, Andrea's loving it. Um, that one goes out to Richard Homer, who I met at the fantastic Dr. Roe event last weekend. Um, ACDC. Reminds me of that Jack Black. Do you know who I mean, that Yes, actor? I do, yeah. I've got a little doggy treading on my toe. <laughs> 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 Who's joining me. She is the star of the show. <laughs> Have a little wander around, darling. Bless her. Thank you for coming into the studio. And oh, let's all have just a massive round of applause for our wonderful guests this oh. evening. Andrea Wetows, the most incredible Wendy Turner Webster, who I love to please Thank you. And the hunky husband, who everybody knows, Gary Webster! He's in the house. And of course, this little one. <laughs> oof, oof. She said hello. So you're all going to be chatting later on. And obviously, you know, just let me know if you want to join in the conversation and I'll whack up all the faders. Can I say something? Very quickly, we can't. Just
0: just in case uh, Phil goes off duty, uh, Gary and I have just got in a taxi, brought us here from Brentwood Station with the most delightful. Taxi, taxi driver called um, Phil yeah. Phil.
4: Phil big shout out to Phil fantastic Phil oh. so
0: thank you very much to Phil because Phil yeah. did what most taxi drivers don't do and really welcomed Newt our dog aboard his taxi oh, well and done a, phil yeah, well he's done, a phil. dog person and he was absolutely lovely and he knows romania very well which is where newt oh. is from i'm sure we'll talk about that later yes just definitely. wanted to say hello to phil and we'll thank have you to do,
2: we'll, we'll play a track to phil thank as you as well that's lovely <laughs> thank you and that's wendy turner webster who we're going to be chatting with later on um, as well andrea a warm welcome to thank you my darling it's always a pleasure Although we've been hanging out for a couple of hours prior to this and oh, enjoyed yes. a little vegan uh, curry as a little... <laughs> Is it an early dinner? It was dinner? Quite hot, but it was very it nice. It was a taste. little bit spicy. Andrew and I, were, we had a few tears <laughs> because <laughs> oh, of the spiciness. <laughs> I knew we should have got here early, I Gary. know. We I missed know. out on the curry. Oh, you did. It was nice. Yeah. I could have done with two portions, but think that's just me or a little bit of a vegan naan bread on the side Oh yes that would have been nice or some fat
0: chips yes you can't go wrong with a fat chip no, no but no. they give me a fat bomb. it's
2: <laughs> 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 <That's>
0: the trouble
2: <laughs> oh angie we're just going to be giggling away the next two hours are going to fly by i know but you're an inspi- what we always do <laughs> you're an inspiration to so many people you've achieved incredible things throughout the years from the massive Um, award ceremonies in London when I first met you and Wendy introduced uh, you and I
5: together. It was a few years ago now, but I loved it. I loved doing the awards. It
2: was incredible. You had just about every celebrity there.
5: Yeah.
2: Every small charity owner that has dedicated their lives to rescuing animals, all sorts of animals,
5: yeah, and they desperately need support, and th- that's really where Wet Nose yeah. comes in, isn't I think, it? I think rescue centres should get a lot more support. They, um, the, you know, the smaller ones, they can't always do the jobs that the bigger centres do. You know, they need a lot more support, financial support, um, repair work, it doesn't matter what it is, they always need something. In fact, I was looking at one of your leaflets on the table, and it's Remus. S- Remus, the horse is yeah, just down the road in Brentwood. Yeah, I've been there a couple yeah, of yeah. times, love that place. And only the other day I was at Hopefield Animal Sanctuary, that uh, Leona Lewis is the patron. Yeah. Yeah, love it. I was uh, dancing with one of their parrots. Oh! <laughs> As <laughs> you're singing <do. laughs> and dancing with a parrot, love it. <laughs> yeah, very nice, very nice. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's so nice just to go around to these centres, hear all the stories, um, find out what they need, what's always required and it's yeah, I think it's something we all need to do more of, I think, and that's support local centres. Because
0: mm. they are, they're really busy, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. they, they can t- I can I just say why wet nose in particular, how wet nose approach it is so important for the smaller animal charities that's because a lot of the smaller ones do not have a marketing department. Oh god. They nice. don't have a fundraising yeah. liaison officer. You know, they don't have those resources and the time that's needed to actually fundraise. They're doing so much work looking after the animals and rescuing and ca- you know, ca- caring for the animals. That actually fundraising is a kind of thing that that uh, almost is secondary, mm. when actually it's so vitally important, and that's where Andrea comes yeah. in. Absolutely, and we've got to say, of course, Wendy mm. is the patron.
2: Oh, of yes, Day. oh yes, yes. I
6: forgot. <laughs> yes. It's all right
0: because I would have reminded you.
2: <laughs> And you are, and you, of course, you know, you both, you're absolutely inspirational. Mm. Um, you were uh, the host, uh, mm. presenter of Pet Rescue, which yes. run for years and years and years. Yeah, I remember so that. supporting animals yeah. is is
0: absolutely your passion, Wendy. Yeah. Oh, it is, yes. I mean, it's it's <clears throat> it's um it's always been a passion, actually. And I stopped eating them when I was 12, and I stopped eating. Um, Eating uh, their their kind of products, and I stopped wearing them when I was about 25. So now I've been vegan for 27 years, uh, when it was not very popular, and the word vegan was kind of oh oh, you know horror was it horror. was very sexy. Now all of a sudden it's sexy because of you and I. <laughs> yeah, of
7: course.
2: Of
0: course. We have played a pivotal role, oh, Karen, well, in this
2: vegan movement. You have, because you remember the first time I met you, and I did say this when you kindly come on air probably about a year ago, we've got Karen Chamberlain coming in the oh, house as watch well. Out. TV well, personality. <laughs> it's always go on a Friday. But when I first met you, it was at that Viva demonstration, and you oh, walked yes. in to Tesco's yes. wearing a tight-fitted, you know beautiful t shirt that said about the you know the D beaking of... and I was like no. who's this confident, beautiful lady who doesn't care she's in the
0: middle of Tesco's you know. I didn't I'll tell you why I didn't care. I remember being terribly hungover. <laughs> <laughs> the didn't know truth that. coming out now I didn't yeah. Know that. yeah so i really did have a i really don't care <laughs> attitude and we did actually we kind of i went into tescos with you know paparazzi yes. and had my picture taken in front oh. of these uh, the, the duck meat they were selling yes. and the ducks had been debeaked Which of course is, you know, cruel and nasty and and really not acceptable in any kind of civilised society. Mm. And Viva, uh, yeah, were successful in that campaign, as you know, and Tesco stopped selling duck mate that, that had, you know, the ducks had been de-beaked. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that that, uh, that picture is, is still on uh, is still on Google. So I look at it and I think, <laughs> I remember I was hungover. <laughs> oh. And I think, but I don't remember ever being that blooming thin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a Facebook, flipping Facebook, it has flip, a lot flip, to
2: answer really? for. I had a memory pop up the other day Ooh, and I was like, really? <gasps> really? No, how yeah. flippin' lovely and slim and beautiful I was. Well, you still you are.
8: Still oh, are. Yes. And so <laughs>
2: but,
0: you know. I mean. You know what I mean, though, don't you? It's a bit of a shock sometimes. It is a shock to the system. Mm. Thank you, Facebook. Mm. Oh,
2: but that was okay. the first time you and I met, and we clicked and. You know, we sort of—I don't know—met at different events, and then all of a sudden, we become friends. Yes, well, I
0: was just going to say we must have known each other a long time then, because that was a long time it's ago. years ago. Good grief! Oh, my goodness! And actually, with you, saying, Andrea, like how long ago was the first wet nose? Because was it the one at the House of uh, House the of Columbia. Commons? Yes, the first awards. Yeah, yeah. So that was years that ago. Was now, two
5: thousand and ten. Oh yes, so we're, we're it? racking it up. Aren't we? I know we're getting we're
2: yes. not close. not far behind. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, love. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> well, look, you know we, we keep
5: mentioning Wet Nose. Can you tell us a little bit more about what Wet Nose does? Wet Nose raises funds for the smaller animal rescue centres. We help with vets' bills, um, field shelters, incubators. <laughs> Equipment, you know, whatever these shelters need. Um, Just a few months ago, I gave a a microscope to a lady that had a hedgehog centre, and she it was vital for their work because she, you know, they do little scrapings and things like that, and you put slides under the microscope. And she said it was invaluable. It was sixteen hundred pounds; they couldn't afford it. I said, "There you are, you know, it's for you." And she uh, she was so grateful, and it's. All these little things that can make such a difference to a small rescue center. Um, I mean, when I started Wet Nose, which was in the year 2000, we didn't have the internet. Oh, what? You, know, <laughs> forgetting that, you know, in my day, all I had was a fax machine and that was mm-hmm. it. Um, so things have moved on so much and it is so nice to be able to see a lot more rescue centers and hear what's going on. Some of it's obviously not very nice, but... Um, That's what we try and do, is we we raise awareness for small centres, help promote them, go and visit them if we can, and see what we can do to help, because we need more rescue centres, not less. You know, it's wildlife as well, it's hedgehogs, it's parrots, it's all sorts of animals. And um, yeah, we need more rescue centres and we need more money to help keep Isn't that sad, though, that we need more? um yes it is
0: but you I know in a way i mean yeah. i appreciate that wildlife will naturally perhaps get injured and, yeah. and we'll need the rescue centers but it's really you know very sad that we say you know need more rescue centers for yeah. pet animals yeah. because something is going wrong
5: therefore yeah. Yeah. isn't it i mean it's cats dogs horses mm. I mean, horses are Being dumped all over the place at the moment which i find absolutely horrendous you know and it's who could do that i
0: I I don't understand it with any animal but a massive horse i mean well it's the irresponsibility of people and they don't either don't they don't care enough Mm. in the first place they don't see that animal as a sentient being Um, Just to give you an example, not a horse, coming right down to guinea pigs. Oh, you guys both know the Mayhew Animal Centre in North London. Yeah, love it. And we've had quite a number of guinea pigs from them. Mm. So it used to be like, you know, if they had a guinea pig in, they'd call me first to see if I could have the guinea pig. Mm. And the last two that we had, a pair of guinea pigs, a lady came into the rescue centre and put them, you know, on the counter and said, here you are. Uh, we don't want them anymore. Bought them for my two sons. Um, They're bored with them, so I've brought them in to you." Yeah. And the Mayhew said, you know, really, we don't want to accept them because we want to teach people that it is a responsibility. And the lady's um, attitude was, well, <laughs> you may think that, I don't care, and, you know, and left them there and walked out. Mm. Now, the thing is, those guinea pigs were treated uh, as if they were, you know, a shirt taking it to the charity shop because yep. yep. it was no longer wanted. Right. Now that woman okay. has passed that um, information, information yeah. and that that uh, view yeah. on life yeah. to those two children. Yeah. And so it carries on. Yeah. They see them as disposable.
2: Fancy saying, disposable here items. you go, yeah. as though, yeah.
0: Yeah? you know, we've had them for a while and it's yeah. it's your responsibility. it's, it's rabbits, yeah. it's everything. Rabbits are the most neglected pet in the UK. Most abused. Sorry, most most abused, stroke, neglected, and it's because people have them for children. Children get bored. Parents then really don't want to take on the responsibility and they literally get left mm. in a hutch at the bottom of the garden, fed, mm. fed and watered, but that's it. Yeah. So know. do you
9: feel
2: there needs to be more education to everybody, that this is a responsibility? Mm. It's well, not it's, to it's, be it's, what, it's too easy to
0: get hold of things like rabbits. You could go into a pet shop and, and buy a rabbit. Too many pet shops. Yes. If you've got the money, you can buy a life. Mm. so you know really if you get something from a rescue center it's a lot more considered um, and isn't yeah. it you yeah. know and, and and I think just this kind of on a whim you can go into a pet shop and if you've got the cash you might be the most irresponsible person yeah. in the land but if you've not got the money that, no yeah. and if you've got the money you can take that yeah. pet home yeah. and then dump it the week after if you want to mm. And it's like the internet as well. I know, we're all going to (laughs) be started. Deep breath, deep breath.
2: We'll we'll calm down. We're going to have a dance to some music, ladies. Mm, I think that's the best thing. We'll play a couple more tracks, but you are staying for the whole show, aren't you? So we can carry on chatting and having a bit of party. We've got Gary coming in later. We've got Karen Chamberlain, TV personality. Mm. All animal lovers, which is wonderful. And we can find out a little bit more about how my listener can support wet nose as well oh, because yes. there's something love for it. everybody yes but i think first of all we are gonna go over to some cold play mm-hmm. love it and yes this one um is especially for erica um who i met at the event last weekend oh. it's a Do- dr rose special again as oh, well okay. as wet nose but this one goes out to you You listen to me karen ridges here on the house of fun Join me for the House of Fun this and every Friday evening from 6pm for two hours of great music, lively chat and some awesome guests. We're across Brentwood, Billericay and surrounding areas on 98FM and online to the world at phoenixfm.com. Join me, Karen Ridges, for the House of Fun Friday at 6pm here on Phoenix FM.
6: I go to anywhere I flow. Sometimes I believe, at times I'm you know I can fly, high, I can go low Today I got a million, tomorrow I don't know. Decisions as I go to anywhere Make Make me feel the warmth
2: In. Hello, Colin. I'm really pleased that you're listening. That one is especially for you. And also to Minnie as well. I hope you've remembered because you messaged me earlier that you were going to tune in. Um, you're listening to me, Karen Ridges here on the House of Fun. It is Friday, it is quarter to seven. This means the weekend can officially start as always. Let's have a round of applause and because I've got the best guests ever. We have Andrea Wetnose. Woo woo! Woo woo! Wendy Turner Web Star as well. Woof, woof. Gary's in the background, walking the dog. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Karen Chamberlain. Hello, Her, her cool looking hubby. Shout out your name, cool hubby. Hello, Peter. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we haven't even got enough chairs for everybody, but I have brought a bottle of Vegan Prosecco. There, that was a full bottle five yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Welcome. Cheers. Welcome, everybody. We're talking about Wet Nose Animal Aid and Wet Nose Day. Wet Nose Day is much later on in the year, but we want to get you ready, my lovely listener. and mm. thinking... What can I do for wet nose? Because it is all about getting the public
5: involved, isn't it? Absolutely. We wet want, Nose day. We want vet surgeries. We want schools, businesses, companies, everybody that's got a pet to get involved. Yep. It's all about. It's similar to to Red Nose Day, yep. which obviously helps children and is a very good cause. But we, at Wet Nose Day, we wear black noses and we want everyone to have fun, fun, fun with their animals. You can have doggy walks along the beach, you can have um, swimming, Mm. everything. Um, So everyone can get involved. You buy a black nose on the website, you pose with the nose on your pet. Lovely. And raise money for these smaller rescue centres. So it's only a
2: a small amount of money, you buy your black nose, pop it on, do some fun selfies help spread the message, tag in Wet Nose Animal Wade or yeah, Wet Nose day, day, and spread the message. Yeah, And so you can do something big, you can do something small, everybody can get involved. And then all the money gets sent to Andrea, yeah. and she goes to Australia for a month and... <laughs> and don't, <laughs> we don't Hardy. know you why. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, uh, with was, Tom Hardy? Oh <laughs> uh, Yes, with Tom Hardy. Because, I mean, look, I was only joking about Australia, of course.
0: We it's didn't know we
8: you for so long, didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we? No, all, yes. all the money goes into <laughs> my
5: big pot, hopefully, yeah. and then it's all distributed to all the centres that uh, give me application forms, yeah. which are all vetted beforehand, so I know exactly what the centres need and what they want, and then we dish all the money out. So it's a yeah. win-win for everybody. It is, isn't it? And yeah. it takes
2: the pressure off, because these guys They're saving the animal's lives, they're caring for the animal, they've got their rescue centre to tend to, probably volunteers to look after, or whatever they're doing. They don't have time to go out there
5: and try and raise a little bit of money. Well, when I had a rescue centre, over 20 years ago now, um, and as I say, there wasn't the internet or anything like that around, you just had to do it all on your own. We had 350 dogs rehomed every year, approximately. Can you repeat that number, Angie, because it's a shocking
2: 350 dogs. And in those days... That's one a day,
5: basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes four a day, yeah. Mm. Um, We used to collect dogs from the police stations, which obviously they don't do now. Um, Dog wardens used to bring dogs in. We used to have three or four dog wardens that used to come in. Public, obviously, bring them in. We had dogs with glass in their eye, you know, over the top of their eye, broken legs, pregnant, diseases, you name it. We saw it all. And people don't realise it's, apart from the financial stress, it is incredibly emotional. If you've got um, puppies that have been dumped by a railway, and we've had that as well. and one of them sadly dies and you've got to rehome the other two. You do get attached to these animals, you you can't help it. It must be really hard on your emotional well-being. It's it's stressful, it's emotional, it's financially um, unbearable at times. Um, If you're lucky, you get checks in the post at Christmas and all this sort of thing. But a lot of these centres, they're busy. Easter, summer holidays, Christmas. Whenever there's a holiday or people go away, a lot of people dump their dogs at Christmas. I can't understand it. Can you, mm. Karen? Let's bring I, yeah, no, no. Karen
2: into this, because, Karen, TV personality. Thank Any, you. Anytime you. you flick on the TV, there's Karen. There. It's all there. repeats. It's all repeats. It Wendy's comes, on more so, than me. Oh, I know. Uh, no. <laughs> I only have the best... The best... On my show here on Phoenix FM, (laughs) every time you're always there. Come dine
7: with me. Oh yeah! Oh Oh, yeah! Do you get get royalties? No, I wish I did, but I did win. I did win. Did did win. Job done. And And spent all the money. money. Yeah, had to buy a new boiler. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I want oh, hey. a thousand pounds. And he went, oh. the boiler's gone, and we've got Gracie's
2: vet bill in. Oh, no. So, hey ho, hey ho. Oh, the shoes gone. No. <laughs> well, look, bring that mic right up. I want to make sure everyone can hear. Me I think most people really. can hear me. I think, okay, you know what? You and I are alike. We don't need a mic. No, we don't <laughs> need a mic. <laughs> but you fell in love as well mm. with Wet Nose. Absolutely. Game with Andrea. In amongst all your hobnobbing, because Karen knows everybody. <laughs> and... She's on TV and she's got her beautiful bulldogs and everything. Oh, but you, yeah. you really
7: are a massive
2: supporter of Wet Absolutely. Mavis. Well, I met
7: Andrea about, must have been about six, seven years ago? Yeah, massive, all Must have that. been. And um, Pippa Langhorn from Pippa and Buddy, Britain's yes. Got Talent. Yep. Um, her mum, Karen, who I adore and love them all, um, just said, look, we need you to meet, you know, Andrea and Wet Nose. Um, come along to a, a, a do we were, were having with them, and I just fell in love. I think it was one of the first wet nose awards. awards I went yeah. to. Um, spent the whole evening crying my eyes out, <laughs> makeup was all down my face. Um, <laughs> Always a good look, absolutely. <laughs> and I absolutely just said, Right, this is it. I'm just going to do this. So I call myself a wet nose warrior. There's a few of us that call the wet nose warriors. And off we charge into the sunset, you know, raise your flag for wet nose. Just trying to raise awareness and money. Uh, the biggest thing for us is get wet nose day on the TV. And I will keep trying and trying and trying. And I will get it on there one day. And we will just keep raising money and awareness. But I get so distraught and upset that people can just hand a dog in that's been a family member, or a kidney pig, or a rabbit, mm, yeah. that's been part of your family. You you know, you're, you sit, you eat with them, you cuddle them, you go to bed with them, you know, it, it's, like it's like giving one of your children away. Oh, How does this happen mm. still today? Day in, day out, we're yeah. all educated, we all know about rescue centres, and there's still poor dogs roaming the streets or being stolen or taken, yeah. and not taken care of. And it just breaks my heart. Mm. I just don't. Why get is it. this
2: happening, Cameron? Why?
7: I really don't know. Funny enough, I had a, a lady contact me this morning, a friend of a friend, actually. Um, I think the Daily Star are doing a whole thing on stolen dogs um, because they're stolen, and then people that don't look after their dogs, you know, or do look after their dogs, the dogs are stolen, then they're sort of taken as bait dogs for dog fighting. Yeah, that's right. And that, I just, I'm sorry, if you're a dog fighter, Or arrange dogfights. You should be hung, drawn and quartered and dragged through the streets as far as I'm concerned. I just... I don't understand the mentality. And this is why I try and do what I can. I do some of the wet nose um, online dog shows and I join in the wet nose online auction all on Facebook. It's all there. Everyone can join in, buy a lovely gift from the auction, which I love. Um, I judge the dog shows with Helen and a few other nice people that help out. So come along, 50p a cost. I know. Put a picture of your dog on it. Mm. It's online. If you can't get out, or you can't get to normal dog shows, or maybe your dog's a bit like mine, a bit naughty. (laughs) You know, it's always a good, you can always take a photo, pop it on the internet and you get a rosette, or a well done, I send extra dog treats out because I just think it's wonderful. And at this time I had parrots, um, a ferret, a chicken, (laughs) all in a dog show. And I was like, well, this is amazing, I embrace it. So I do it every twice a year now, I think we do it, don't we? So anything to help raise money for wet nose, but yeah, I am truly disappointed with the. I don't know what percentage of the country does give up their dogs, but it must be a really yeah, small all amount. Animals. But no
2: matter what number, it's too many. It's too it's many, many yeah. way yeah.
7: too many. And you know this dog fighting thing. I think, although I'm hoping that is decreasing. Um, I have heard recently that it is, but I don't really know, to be honest with you, but um, as long as we're raising money for places like this, I just think every penny counts. Yeah. Every nose you buy, pose with your nose. You know, hashtag on Twitter, on Facebook, pose with your nose. There's, every 50p is a, is a dog meal or a pet meal or an mm. animal meal somewhere. Mm. So even it's just one photo you put up. Just please do it. Please come along and support us. Whatever we're doing, come and join us on Facebook, Twitter, Insta. We're all there, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) I, I don't don't, go on all of them. I don't get time. Come and join us and just join the fun. And we embrace the love of animals, all animals.
5: Um, Why wouldn't you? I mean, what's not to love? I know. It's all animals, isn't it? It's cats, dogs. You yeah, um, know, it's wildlife as well. It's mm. hedgehogs, it's parrots, because they get a bad, um, you know, they don't get treated terribly well either sometimes. Mm. Ponies, horses, we love them all. Oh, we love um, everything. Yeah.
2: What story all... sa- stands out to you? One over the years, maybe, it. you know, whether it was making a massive difference to one of the animal rescue centres or a big turnaround for one of the animals or... Can you think of anything or have I just thrown you, thrown you, <laughs> <laughs> thrown you under the bus? <laughs> you I remember
7: one when I first met Wendy, when we did the Wet Nose Awards, and there was the, the Sharpe there that had the oh, bag, yes, do you remember, yes. it was on our table,
5: Yeah. and um, I can't remember, he have really bad legs or something, That's broken right. legs it, it, or the, deformed the dog, legs? The dog was quite a young puppy and it was found in a ditch, and its legs, it was... Um, like with his legs going outwards instead of straight, and um, so kind just dumped it. Yeah, they? They? they just dumped it. This and beautiful, it was just lying like in
7: his blue color. I don't know what color they meant to be, but blue colored, sharpay with all yeah. the wrinkles, and although he had to go through a lot of the care and oh, well, yeah. and was it an operation? Oh, yeah, it was he a had few to, years yeah. ago, so bear with me. But that's yeah, the one was, that sticks he had out to Two
5: operations on his to straighten his legs. legs yeah, um, it was the most beautiful dog, but it took nearly a year to get this dog. Yeah, um, you know, well, well,
7: and he was um, so happy. And the I did owners tried to steal him. I will
5: say, and the owners absolutely adored him and said, yeah, he's he's not going anywhere. He's staying with them." But that's that's just you know a typical story of today, or it seems to be throwaway society. Yeah, it is. and there was another dog I remember, a border collie, blue. Um, this dog was kept in a shed for six years. Can you imagine that? Oh, I remember that. Didn't Peter Egan cry? Peter Egan read the story. Yes, I remember. Yes. And And, this dog had tried to scratch his way out, um, bitten the door, you know. why would that happen? Why would you want the dog? Why why would you do that to another being? Well, uh, I think a lot of people, the minute a dog makes a noise, they're right. get in the garden, you know, out, had enough sort of thing. They shut them away, thinking the problem won't go away. It's like you hear of these stories where these dogs have starved to death in, you know, in a locked room somewhere. People just think, right, there's a problem, shut the door, dealt with it. And Can dog... I shed
0: some light on
5: the question you're asking? Yes,
0: which, which is, is why. Oh. Hold on. I'll share this with you. <laughs> Get very close. 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 I'm oh, close. yes, very close. <laughs> um, I believe that... Unfortunately, there is a a lot of humans who are basically nasty, evil people (gasps) to the core. Now, they're they're either born like that, they've become that for whatever reason. They are evil people. Now, those people are. (gasps) That's new to not Come here. (laughs) She wants to join in. She wants (laughs) a microphone. She needs a mic. Come on, baby. I'll hold it. And the trouble is, those humans are nasty, evil people to other humans. Mm. Now, for instance, somebody, uh, let's say a man, for the sake of argument, um, beats his wife or is violent towards his children. That bloke does not go in to his home, usually, and cuddle the dog. That bloke will kick the dog. Now, there's a major correlation and a proven correlation between um, uh, child abuse, domestic violence and abuse of animals because wow. an abuser is an abuser is an abuser. Yeah. And, I so, mean, you, you know this stuff, Wendy, because there's well, another I've done, charity that you yeah, support and so I've, I've, work I've, with. Them. Yeah, with domestic violence. Yeah. So I've done... I've done um, work with uh, Refuge, who's a domestic violence charity. My first husband, um, uh, courtesy of him, and um, wow. and the thing is, he you know we had a dog, and he was my first husband was violent to me and violent to the dog, and he would use the dog as a tool to control me. So it's kind of if you don't do this, Wendy. I will take a knife to the dog and so oh and gosh. that is a very very common uh common trait which is why i became so involved in it and also i don't know if they still do it but i did some work with dogs trust and they had something called the links program which links um you know um say for instance okay the RSPCA, when I was filming Pet Rescue, uh, this the first time I found out about it, we went into a house and they had to take the dog out because it was being abused. Now the RSPCA inspector, uh, when we came out, he said, I'm going to call social services because there's children in the house. And I was like, uh, what, kind of why? And he said, oh no, we have to do that because the chances are if the animal's being the abused, abused the so children. are the children. Oh my very true, yeah. So, yeah. so I'm sorry, it all boils down yeah. to evil people and yeah. they are just as evil to humans, so why on earth are we expecting them to be any
5: nicer to our animals? It's heartbreaking. has been changed mm. yeah. right mm. yeah. Yeah. There should be a, a register for animal abusers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. that's Naomi a very good shame. point. Mm. Mm. Yeah,
7: absolutely. They are saying that I think the sentencing for animal abuse is meant to be stronger, Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any proof of that yet but that I think was the last thing I read was about three months ago that the animal abuse sentencing will be stronger but what's stronger yeah. compared to nothing now as far as I'm aware so I,
0: I must't mean, worry that's the big worry for me can I just say I don't know if it's still an anomaly in the law so if someone might want to correct me on this but I think I'm right in saying if you're a couple And one of you gets um, prosecuted and banned for keeping an animal for ten years. That does not apply to the partner. And so, of course, you know that the law is an ass, isn't it? (laughs) Therefore, you know that's terrible. I'm pretty sure that's still the case. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's only logic, Karen. It's only logic. But it's just so sad and I like to focus on the positives but also we've got to understand what's going on so we can do something about it. And I think we all want to see a time where we don't have wet nose... Yeah, so we maybe oh, don't have. Sorry. No, no we won't need lovely. to have it. <laughs> that would be my dream, to. that we won't... The maybe, world would be a better place. The world would be a sorry better Andrew, place. <laughs> if we didn't have to have Sorry, clothes. Andrew, you're out
7: of a job, love. <laughs> yeah, but then you could just be the angel that you are, my of hero, course. my but hero. But, you know, so
2: we, we have maybe... Yeah. Smaller amounts of animal rescue centres. Mm. We can support them, but it's um, getting worse. Everybody's better. Oh, I'm it's, afraid, yeah.
7: you know, yeah, 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 yeah. it is it's getting worse. worse. Yeah, definitely. I think over the last ten years, there's been a definite decline in care and consideration for yeah. animals.
5: And the internet doesn't help because you quite often see. I don't know if I can name names, but Gumtree, yeah, um, free to good home and all this sort of thing. Dogs, cats, doesn't matter what they are, free to good home. Um, They'll go off to dog fighting Sing, them, yeah. um, rings and all that sort of thing. Um, where on earth do these poor animals end up? And I think the thing is, is because you are all
2: involved, you see it, and yeah, we do all, say, all about the side right, of yeah. things yeah. that... The majority of us, we don't know. We're walking along in la la land and thinking, oh, you know, I'll pose with my nose. I'll do something. I'll sit in a, you know, a baked bean filled <laughs> bath or something. I was thinking of doing that actually. you <laughs> oh, 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 did that? Is every it a waste, night. It's a waste it of, of food. Of your skin. Well, <laughs> is, it, is it a waste of food? Then I thought I'd just imagine me eating my dinner while I'm in the bath or something. <laughs> as but well, then, yeah. Letting <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> my secrets yeah, out. No, but, you know, that, that is it, isn't it? It's, yeah. you know, there's two sides and that's what motivates you to really yeah, step definitely. up yeah. and make a difference for these animals that don't have a voice. Yeah. Um, let's pop in your website. I mean, obviously, we're going to still carry on chatting, but just in case my listener's thinking, I want to find out more about Wet Nose. Brilliant. And Wendy, you're you're making a TV programme. I'm just feeling, should we play some music and then should we hear about the programme?
0: Let's. I think that's a good plan of
2: action. Yes. Yes. Huge love. Huge love to my (laughs) wonderful guests, Andrea, the founder (laughs) of the most wonderful wet Nose animal aid, TV star, everybody loves, <laughs> Wendy Turner-Webster, Karen Chamberlain and hubby Peter. who's looking, <laughs> looking, He's looking like a binder. No connection <laughs> to Gary Webster. Everyone he, says that. Everyone looking, says that. He's looking very cool. TV <laughs> personality. It's all, it all kicks off here. I've got to try and handle this <laughs> lot now. Let's go over. We're going to play some Bill Withers now for a, an amazing... Uh, person that I met last weekend and my notes have just disappeared. Oh. Let's see if oh, I can make it see up. it. <laughs> oh, make it well, we're going to play. We're going to play some Bill Withers. We've got some Rosala. We've got the Fatback Band. I'm feeling a little bit in the party mood, and I hope you are as well, my lovely listener. Mm-hmm. Um, look, we'll go over to this one next, and we'll chat exactly. to our guests in a minute
5: or two.
10: It hurts.
2: I was going to whack up these phases a little bit early and let you hear the dulcet tones of Karen Chamberlain in the house. (laughs) Who is joining in. That's just such a wonderful track. The back, 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 whatever it's called, I found loving. Um, It's 12 minutes past seven. It is Friday. The weekend has officially started with me, Karen Ridgers. I've got the best guests ever in the studio with me. Let's all have a round of applause for my wonderful guests. And they're going to be chatting um, a little bit later on as well. Just wanted to give a massive shout out again to all of the wonderful team um, from Dr. Rose event um, last week, communicating with Impact. There's Richard Homer. There's Erika. Oh, Erica. Um, I can't give some of these names the justice. Saroski. Hopefully I've pronounced that right. There's Minnie Panchal. There is Colin. Colin NG, I don't know how you pronounce the the surname, NG, N, N, maybe it is, (laughs) Anna Hotch, oh, come on guys, they throw me, all of these really exotic sounding names. Hello to Anna, hello to Colin, hello Harminda. You do know you're the most handsome man in the world. Sanjay as well, thank you for listening. Wonderful work working with you as well, Amit Lahon. Um, brilliant um, presenting these guys are doing. Sanjay, Dom, um, Erica again. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening on the House of Fun. We welcome you to our Um, World of Radio in Essex on Phoenix FM. Um, If you are listening in, thank you. If you've just tuned in now and thinking, oh my gosh, I've missed Karen's show, you can come over to Phoenix FM and listen um, on the Listen Again link on the House of Fun. Um, Also, you can send me a message if you would like to. Radio at phoenixfm.com is probably one of the easiest ways to um, drop me a line. Radio at phoenixfm.com We have got jam-packed wonderful music for the next 45 minutes i'm gonna play this one because again when rosala was in the studio with me she sung so beautifully live it was wonderful having her on and wearing we're in, we're chatting still my lovely listener we do chat rosala and i um lovely inspirational lady i wish she was my life coach um and she is touring as well so do have a little check out find out what rosala is up to Um, having a a little bit of a Google. Um, And this one, this one goes out to you, my listener, just because it's Friday. This is Rosala and everybody's free to feel good. track. Now, this one is a very special track, especially for all the wonderful people I met last weekend um, at Dr. Rose event in Victoria in London. A very magical uh, four days we spent together and I think everybody might appreciate this track because it's going to bring back some fantastic memories. Thanks for tuning in this evening. I'm here until eight o'clock with the best guests ever, as always hey. on the House of Fun. <laughs> On Phoenix FM. This goes out to Dr. Rowe, who is the most inspirational speaker um, in the whole of the country. I, I don't, e- I'm not exaggerating. Go and have a bit of a Google under the name Dr. Rowe, And he um, is also on the Listen Again link on Phoenix FM. Um, this one goes out to you guys. I'm sure it was of your own volition and no, it had I... nothing to do with your beautiful wife oh. coming to Phoenix, I just to be in the same area at the
4: same time. So <laughs> I heard her voice from outside.
2: So. <laughs> we were just talking about your music choices and then we got onto the subject that I think you and I were at the same clubs at the same time. Oh,
4: I don't know. I think I was probably a little bit earlier than you.
2: Earlier, mm. I, I did start the clubbing scene a little bit earlier. Uh, okay, but, but I mean, in,
4: in age, I think yes. I, you know, I was probably.
2: Where, what in, year were you born, Liz?
4: 64.
2: 64. God, you look well. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> <There> you <laughs> I was 61, so even if you're a toy boy
4: yeah. you know? Must have been. There's a picture <laughs> in my attic that looks awful. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, Gary, you always make me laugh. I have such a pleasure to have you in the hot seat (laughs) where so many other famous people have joined. Maybe maybe we did
4: meet up back in the (laughs) 80s, I don't know. (laughs) Was
2: but you did. We're talking about, the other, it wasn't the Soul Night Special you went to, was it? Did you say it was the Caster Weekend? No, we used Kay- to do the to oh, Soul
4: Kayster, Weekend. Yeah. Uh, when people just they were no drive. Tarts, talk... Um, yeah. Um, zero Six. Yeah, because you I grew was, up in Brentwood, yeah. obviously
2: where the station is based.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I kind of... It's a bit of a blur to me now because <laughs> so much <laughs> yeah. happened during the 80s and 90s that kind of... <laughs> kind of muffled my brain a little bit oh so. no. but I do yeah I do remember you know I've got fond memories of here. I'd, uh, you know I went to Bremer County High and so I had a good you know it was a good fun time and um mm. But then, you know, it's kind of then you move into London and that becomes your kind of home and things. So, But, no, I have a great fondness for for Brentwood. And uh, it's changed a lot. It but, has. You know,
2: it's Towie It's Towie and lamb
4: and now it's the Sugar Hut or something. I, yeah. know, I get confused. But, yeah. no, I had a, a good time here. So and, uh, my clubbing sort of continued into, into London. Uh, so oh. I enjoyed that very much.
2: Tots was good, though. I like Tots. <laughs> oh, I love bit of you liked Tots. You like Tots? Tots. Well, yes. Yeah. Karen liked you
0: Tots.
2: You kind of graduated up from
4: zero 06. Zero 06, yes. could be about 17, and again, there. And then Tots was more for the, the yeah. mature person. Do, so. Did you
2: ever go to Hollywoods in Rumford? Oh, Hollywoods in Rumford. No. That was late, That was a late number. Yeah.
4: But Hollywoods in Rumford. I actually went into it for a dance competition in Tots. Oh, oh no. shut up, no. Just after the days of Grant Santino. I don't know if you remember that name. The the guy was British World Dance Champion. Yeah. So you
8: can dance as well? No, I
4: can't.
6: <laughs> Again, it was a good
4: because at that time you got everyone with you in for free. So I took about eight people, strutted my stuff. I think I came six out of
8: six. Six. And uh, but
4: we got a free drink and we could spend the rest of the night there. I have no conception of that person who would do that because that's so far removed from me now.
2: Oh, that is so funny.
4: But I think it's quite interesting because then I did graduate. I mean, I got I lost. Years in the club scene in London. Once I'd sort of cracked on and done minder and stuff, but I, I think I have a quite unique status that I'm in George Cole's autobiography, and I'm also in Steve Strange's. Wow!
2: Yeah, yeah. So Tell me. That's, that's a good claim to fame. <laughs> Let me. Pay. I want to get that- Quite an eclectic um, mix of two how, to three. How, how do you know Steve Strange? Well, I knew music. Yeah, I mean, obviously from Visage and and, yeah. and
4: and and the Camden Palace oh. back in that day, which I was a little bit young for then. But yeah. he then kind of uh, reinvented himself as as running the top clubs in London at the time.
2: Really? And did um, you go, you were there? Uh, yeah, I
4: was a regular, and yes. me and Steve got on very very well. Uh, I really like the guy. He's a top yeah. man. He's unfortunately died. Soon. Yeah.
2: Um, what do you like? I've got Night Train. Mind of a toy, fade
4: to grey. Oh, we've got to put fade to grey. Yeah, Is we're putting that, yeah, that yeah. next. Yeah, it's a I've tribute because got... he was a top geezer. Yeah. I, 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 really liked him very much, and um, and he was, you know, always there. He'd always let us in, and we got on really well. And and for some reason or other, I don't know, in his autobiography, I landed round his house with Kylie Minogue and a few others once. No. time. No. I don't. I don't write. I don't write Did you Pick up that night, I don't. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't.
7: The worst thing of it all is,
4: I don't remember that at all, so I, you know, you don't. I, was, I was wasted. I Did, you there.
7: don't remember Kylie Minogue?
4: Oh, of course I remember Kylie Minogue, okay. and we you know... We, Just not that so, night. No, <laughs> but it but, was well, a vague recollection, but you know, God, I
2: don't know. What was it like then, <laughs> going clubbing? Mm-hmm. As a teenager, Essex, bit of London, oh. and everybody knows you. Oh, yeah,
4: but no-one knew me then. I mean, I was 27 when I so did that. Was that was before... Yeah. Because, I mean,
2: your acting career, you, you know, you, you've been in everything, haven't you? Well,
4: uh, yeah, well, I've been in a lot of things, yeah, yeah. Some good, some bad, you know. Uh, um... was
2: Ho- I read earlier Hollyoaks. Yeah, uh,
4: Hollyoaks, uh, oh, EastEnders. The Bill. I think I only need to do Coronation Street and Emmerdale, and I would have been <laughs> the only actor that has done Hollyoaks, EastEnders, Crossroads...
7: Crossroads and,
4: and Family Affairs which you run Soap Awards ah, so I would have done no. all six I don't think any actor's done all six of the classic kind of soap There's Timeless, so...
7: jet, well, yeah, I'll timeless jet
2: I'll probably
4: die on Coronation <laughs> 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 oh, gee, I'll just be walking to the pub with my the resurrection of my career the Emmerdale time <laughs>
2: But I do want to come and see you, as you know, you you act on the stage as I well. I do. Yeah,
4: I do. And I keep
2: saying, and I said to Wendy, yes. didn't I? I said, oh, are you going? And but I I'll broke come my along. Ankle. You oh. broken your ankle? Yeah, we recently then... did a
4: Joe Orton play, um, Ruffin on the Stair, up at the Hope Theatre. It's like a pub, the upstairs pub theatre in uh, uh, just by in Islington with uh, Lucy Benjamin. Yeah, who was recently at the Queen's Theatre. The wonderful Lucy Benjamin, and so. Uh, yeah, we so that's a uh, three-handed and to do a Joe Orton. That's one of my that was one of my sort of uh, wish list things, you know, professionally. So um, yeah. yeah, we had a great time. Fortunately, we got well reviewed and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was a fantastic. Because I wanted time. to come,
2: I was going to see if mm. I could blag a ticket, mm. like you do, know, <laughs> because I write about it for the paper. Oh, okay, yeah. I can, I can get Gary some more bums on seats, mm. and before I knew, I was I was too flipping late. Yeah, well, that's um.
4: okay. I mean, that happens. I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's a passing thing, theatre, but I. I like theatre, I think I do my better work in theatre because you have three or four weeks to do it, but you know, it's not so much fun necessarily as that you can get things wrong in film and television, it's easy,
8: Mm.
4: you know, you can go out on the night before, but I don't do that anymore. (laughs) anymore. <laughs> no. George Cole used to say to me, have you been, have you been in a bed? No. Okay, fine. And the rule is you never tell anyone until the end of the day that you haven't been to bed. Because if you go in, and oh, you, yeah. if you go in to make up and you go, God, I've had that every night. I haven't even sleep, slept and all that. Then everyone starts to look at it in your performance. But If you don't mention it, no one questions it until the end of the day and you go, I haven't slept for 48 hours. Come on, guys. You look so well. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so you never grasp yourself up. Don't be bravado oh. and go, we haven't slept. Enough. Oh, that's
2: funny. <laughs> Do you prefer the stage, or TV, or film? Because you've been making films. And yeah, stuff.
4: no, uh, I, I, I like the work. The work process right. of theatre is far better because you know you can really get into the character. With TV, um, it's so quick now. You have to have done the work at home, and then it's very for a kind of transient that you've done it, it's gone. And film is exactly the same. I, uh, the film and television sometimes is maybe. What better paid and so and the kind of the, the kind of the fun of it is there because you can leave it at home straight away with theatre you can never uh, sorry you can leave it at, at work you can never leave theatre at work because you go back with it you see you know people see you muttering on the train or muttering in the street you wake up with it you know and do you
2: do that anyway or yeah, that oh, anyway? yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I used to do that after a bottle and a half of you but not anymore oh, oh, yeah. but not anymore um, um, I paid for that um but no, so I think, you know, I like the process of it. But, um, uh, you know, as I say, with film and television, it's just a, it's just a, it's just a, a riot, you know. I love it. It's fantastic. No, to be able to be paid, I'm very lucky. You know, when actors complain, I never work that one out because, you know, if you want to do some work, go and work 18 hours at St Thomas's, or, you know, yes. be a teacher, be yeah. a teacher or be a cleaner getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. You now, mm. we get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and get pampered.
2: Yeah.
4: You know, yeah. we're not... We're, so, you um, but I also understand that uh, teachers and cleaners and nurses and doctors, where well, they want to relax too, and we're there for them to do that. You know, music, theatre, art, we're there to have their downtime. But compared to what they do, mine's a ball. Oh, you
2: know,
8: that's
4: lovely,
2: Gary. And you put the hard work in, didn't you? Because you did go to Lambda. Yeah, I went to thing. Lambda. So you studied uh, studied. Yeah, it, I okay. did the
4: three-year acting course. I, I See, I, a, I, I didn't have a close affinity with Essex at that time because I auditioned for Lambda, I got a place in, and it was one of the you know, top four drama schools at the time, but I auditioned for Essex County Council and they didn't think I was worthy of one of their grants. No. So you had this kind of crazy situation that I got into a drama school, and, but I didn't, they wouldn't award me a grant for getting into a drama school, but you could have got a grant and not got into any drama school. So I kind of complained bitterly about that, and Lambda held over my place, and I went on marches, and I wrote letters no. to the yeah. stage, Did you and I wrote down to down Margaret Thatcher, and <laughs> I wrote to the Ombudsman to investigate Essex County Council, Good. and have to audition in front. So I really whipped up a frenzy of, you know, and Lambda were backing me, and the stage and television that the day were backing me, and we're trying to change the attitude towards discretionary grants at the time. So again, I don't know that bloke. I do, I do, but you know. I don't <laughs> Don't know oh. that kid because obviously it meant a lot to me. You know, yeah. my mum and dad didn't have any idea what I was doing. They thought I was, I? That's I was working at the milk shop or something. Oh. They said, "Where are you going every day?" I so said, "I'm going to drama school." What?
2: <laughs> when did that happen? So it wasn't acting in the family because so, no. I think nowadays it's it's who you know, isn't it? And yeah. your, your mum and dad have been to drama school. Your mum and dad are famous. Yeah,
4: that can help. I think yeah. it also comes with a bit of a burden. You know, in the end, you know. You've got to have the. You've got to be uh, some sort of standard. You've got to be lucky, and you've got to deliver the truth. You know, that's what acting, to is about. It's about being truthful. You know, um, and it, that's difficult. Mm. That's the difficult part. Being believable. You know. Yeah. But, but I think uh, I think it's. I kind of think the. It's going to the lower hanging fruit, you know, because there's just so many platforms for people to be actors or musicians or whatever. So I don't know if it, it, the standard is what it used to be, but, you know, it's, it's, it's all there. You can't stop it. That's progress, you know. Mm.
2: What role would you really aspire to do? Is there something you're thinking, I'd well, like to do that? Well,
4: yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I see Shane Ritchie's touring at the moment, I would, I'd like to play the entertainer. I'd be interested in playing that. Leah? Uh, uh, Lear, King Lear, I would like to have a crack at I was also, I mean, watch the film that I have a great, uh, you know, C.S. Lewis in Shadowlands I'd like to have a look at that as well Um, But I I played Macbeth professionally up at at the Library Theatre in Manchester I I worked on the West End, I was in there with um, a passionate woman with Stephanie Cole So I kind of, being in the West End and playing one of Shakespeare's great roles, I'd love to play it now I think I'm of an age that I could play it properly now You know, I was 30 then and you know, these parts are enormous, you know, but um, but I feel that um, as I started out, for me, the goal was to get professional on your passport actor, professional actor. Why did everything that mean, else... then, so well, that, much no, to but, you. Well, it didn't mean much, but I just thought then I've actually been paid for something I've done, which is not going, you know, th- which is out the norm. So once I had that, so everything else is kind of gravy to me, you know, so getting on TV. Playing Macbeth, playing the, these are things that I could have only, as a 16-year-old, you know, bunking off of drama. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I we used to get the chippy because it was the no. lo- it was the last lesson before lunch. I, I bunked off drama. Got logged, logged out.
2: I'm, I wonder what your teachers would say now after all what well, you've I, done, all the TV And uh, there's a and
4: Miss the films and Miss and the the in French. She's the one who got me back into it. She's the one who told me that they were doing a school play and my energies might be better served by channeling them into acting or something like that, because as, as enjoyable as my performance was in French, you know, I got grade 5 CSE, it, it was distracting. So she said, why don't you try out for the school play? And that's at 16, so I had no intention to be an actor until that point. Really? And then once I'd done that on the very first night, I always remember it, I was dropped off at the top of my road and I ran to my house to knock on, and I was, I was on air. I just can't... Oh. I, that feeling is rare. I've had it maybe once or twice ever since in my in my life, you know, that you've... And, of course, you get a knock on the door and my dad's half asleep and how do it go? And they will they go to bed and nobody gives a <laughs> whatever. Oh, but for me, that, that was when I always call it bitten by the bug.
6: Really? And
4: so if you've got kids out there and any of them show any interest and that love and passion for it, man, encourage it. Don't try and box them into something they may not want to be because mm. as someone said the other day they'll only not like you at 40 because you would have squashed their dreams let them have their dreams and then when they get to 25 and if they work, they work if they don't, they'll find another route for themselves doing something else but don't let, don't let them grow up angry at you when they're 40 and say, I would have loved to have done that. Do it.
2: You know, that's so lovely. And it's I just true, think yeah. I'm exactly the opposite because I can't take my son, <laughs> Callum, to the theatre, to the cinema and I say, do you want to go to drama school? Do you want acting mm. lessons? Wouldn't you, This would be a fun film to be in. Wouldn't you like to be on the stage? He's <laughs> like, no. pushy no. mummy. <laughs> I mean,
4: having said that, that's why both my kids are in jail. But apart from... <laughs>
2: You said one of your sons is going off
4: to drama, uh, music school. So there's got. Well, he's going to music college. He's 16 yeah. 18, and, and their oldest son was well, that's Freddie Jacks, going off to university. And I think he, I think he has a kind of a bent towards uh, creative writing. Wow. So I think they, 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 they don't, they, they see how we approach it. They're not in, in awe of that. They're not enamored by our careers. They have no interest in whatsoever, but I think, unfortunately, <laughs> there may be something inside them that will can't help but burst out. You know, but I don't think they're conformists. We don't bring them up to be conformists. We bring them up to follow their dreams, they will get our full support. If they want to, you know, uh, protest about something, get on the street, get yourself arrested, fight for what's right for you. So, you know, we're we're not guiding towards being a solicitor or a doctor. If they want to be, they can be, of course. Hmm. But if they want to do something else, they'll have our full support. They'll be never, you know, we put you through that or we pay for that. No, that's never coming from our family.
2: Yeah, I love that. And I read something that Gary said, it just popped into my mind um uh the other day and it was you know when you've had a child you're not the picture anymore you're the frame yes and i just thought that's such a lovely inspirational yeah we should get that on a like a little postcard you still become the picture
4: you become the frame yeah unfortunately a lot of parents that's difficult for them to do Mm. i don't have a problem wendy doesn't have a problem with it
8: yeah
4: i i i uh, that's my job i you know it's the greatest thing i could have you know, uh, done and, and being lucky enough, lucky enough to have two, you know, healthy kids. But um, I, 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 I I've so look forward to just sitting back and if they become superstars and that, I will just sit back and enjoy. Oh,
2: that's you know. lovely. And I do know that you, I heard you on TV saying that you was a bouncer. So you really was an authentic minder? No,
4: I was a security guard. Okay. Security guard. Similar thing. Security guard, yeah. Um, we were I think we we was I mean, we looked after a nurse's home once just outside of (laughs) Bart. Honestly, we was in their room, we was having a party in their room. Anyone could have broken in. They were wearing our hats and everything, had our clip on top. <laughs> Although there was one thing I did get my pal, Phil Middlemas at the time, he was in Coronation Street. We did go down and collect my mum from Brentwood or West Orndon Station, dressed as the two security guards and arrested her. And everyone was going, oh, what's happened to the calf? All calves been dragged away by too many uniforms. <laughs> and there was a long line of the rest of the WI. Oh, me too, me too. Can I be dragged away by a man in uniform?
1: I love that. Oh,
4: that's. Fun. Yeah, we're we joking. We're, we we camped it up a lot, you know. It's nothing wrong with a bit of camp.
2: I no, think. of course not. That is because I did. Talking of that, I, I did I did see a photo of you sharing a hot tub. Was oh. that part of a storyliner? Well, extended... With Danny Dyer, yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, I, I Danny the, Dyer.
4: Four episodes, yeah. A lot of men and women, women and women, and women. men, women and men were interested <laughs> in what happened. <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, I, I'm not a method actor, but he went commando, and that was <gasps> bang <Really>? out. <hilarious. laughs>
2: I that was bang out of order. Is it a nice warm water? Oh yeah, I
4: got I got a lot of jealous men and women there. I'll tell you. <laughs> what was you like in the tub? All right, I'm not telling. You. Oh. What what happened in the tub stays stay in, in the, the tub. tub. <laughs>
2: Oh, Gary, this yeah, is Gary shame. Webster having a chat, <laughs> telling us all about his secrets. It's such a giggle. Gary, what are you um, uh, focusing on now? Because you have just made a film or something. Uh, yeah,
4: I know? don't know if you. I've actually just. I, I wrote a short film uh, with a guy called Sam Monroe about um, early onset oh, of Sam. Do you? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah of course you yeah. go, ladies yeah. do. Um, yeah, about the early onset of um, Parkinson's. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but we didn't want to make it sort of doom and gloom. It is actually a love story that came out of adversity uh, of a couple who met in a, uh, a, a group, therapy group, you know, having had sort of um, their marriages break down and some tragedy effects. So we, we wrote that. So we filmed that. Um, and so we're kind of proud of that. So that's in the edit at the moment, so that will come out. And
2: what, is that going to be shown on TV? Well, uh, well, we'll take
4: it to the festivals, you Lovely, know.
2: yeah.
4: Um, after the fantastic success of The Silent Child, which was done by someone that Wendy knows in Stoke, that got Oscar, you know, I mean, uh, the, the concept of short film... It's very, very big at the moment, very popular. So, hopefully, we do their story justice. Um, it's got some fine actors in it. And um, so, that will go around the festivals. Yeah, as so I I've just finished the play. Um, I'm, I'm writing a bit for um, possibly possible magazines. We're not sure yet. We're just sort of um, about uh, the, the things that are affecting people in the country at the moment, like debt, homelessness, et cetera, et cetera. Um, trying to give a voice for those who can't be heard at the moment, mm. um, which I've I've kind of you know we've 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 had our troubles up and down, and sometimes you know I don't think people get a clear impression of what it's really like out there, mm. and I think this austerity of our last eight years and all that as 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 the ripples of that are, are deep, and I think it's about time that you know and i think the younger generation have taken it up you know my sons generation they they they're, they're, they're going to fight their cause and they they don't want their earth affected by what we've done and they don't want their financial systems affected and their so I, I you know with i'm trying to now give a voice to those who kind of uh, are not allowed to be heard or shouted down.
2: I love that, Gary. When you're passing again, do you fancy popping on and we have a nice good chat about that in particular? Yeah, no problem. He's like, no, never coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Had
4: enough of that Um, girl. Where are we?
2: Where you grew up—that yeah. that oh, memory. Yeah. <laughs> what
4: life was that,
2: <laughs> Gary? If anyone wants to find out more, are you on any of the socials and bits and bobs like uh, that? Uh, I'm on, he's he's uh, laughing, going oh no, uh, god I hate this stuff. No,
4: I'm on Twitter. Yes. Uh, do I have to say what I am? Called? Yes,
2: do it. Let's do it. Uh, we'll put the list. We'll put it on Real Gary again,
4: Webster. Um, I'm a bit political. I'm a bit hardcore. I'm a, love bit, that. I'm a bit. I'm a bit telling that. it. I'm a bit, you know, telling it to the man. Um, you know what?
2: Look at the surprise on my face.
4: Yeah. Um, so I have, a, I have a little band of followers that <laughs> like my kind of uh, abruptness and my kind of, you know, pinging it to them. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm blocked by Piers Morgan. Yes! What more can I say? <laughs> yes.
8: Results.
4: And everyone else who gets blocked, I just send them a welcome tweet. <laughs> You are now part of the team that knows best.
2: <laughs> oh, Gary, every time I see you, it has been such a pleasure talking to so you. A talking We're going to gonna you. play your track and uh, we'll have a little roundup from everybody. Okay. Because um, the last time I saw you was at one of the Wet Nose Do's mm-hmm. and you really made me laugh then as well. And I thought, is this Gary in his role or is this Gary the real person? <laughs> I think it was a mixture of both, but knows you made me laugh. Oh, okay. It's so funny. Oh. Gary, Webster, everybody. Well done. Lovely. Absolute pleasure speaking to Gary. Thank you. Um, We're going to play this one for you. This is what you you picked for the ladies in the house, Oh yeah, definitely. Isn't it? Do you want to introduce it?
4: Is it No More Tears by Donna Summer? The fantastic, late, great Donna Summer and the ever-fantastic Barbara Streisand.
2: I've had the best guest ever, Andrea. Quick recap: Wet Nose Animal
5: Aid. Wet Nose Day. Wet Nose Day, twentieth of se- September. Yeah. The word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a nose, pose with the nose and your pet. All money goes to the smaller rescue centres that really desperately need lots of help at the moment. Oh, amazing! And Karen, you're on TV. We're going to find out about you.
7: Google
2: karen chamberlain yeah you can all about but you. tonight
7: look it's not about me darling know, you know tonight's about wet nose just pick it up for wet nose, wet nose we wet want nose. your wonga come on give your wonga to wet nose God, please you know, she, she's she's burst all the uh, oh. the, uh <coughs> so sorry about that thank you karen
2: oh, that's amazing wendy thank you patron of Wet Nose Day, Wet Nose Animal Wade. Yes, it's Such a pleasure. I'm so thankful to you and to the amazing Gary for coming in. And, of course, this little one. She's
0: done really well. She's, She's done very well. She is... Um, she is uh, featured in a new TV show, which I've done, which is on air in August on Together TV, and it's called Romanian Dog Rescue. Wet Nose are involved. I'm also a patron of a charity called Pause to Rescue, and they're involved, and I really hope that I can come back on your show and talk about it. The door is always
2: open (laughs) to everybody, especially Wendy. Especially Especially (laughs) Gary. And Andrea. (laughs) am Peter looking cool in the background the door is always open and the filming's gone well hasn't
0: it very interesting yeah it's it's gone really well and i think because there's such a cultural difference in romania with their attitude to uh you know canines and the stray problem and what have you it's a lot different than a lot of the animal shows that you will see on british um Television, which show British rescue centres, so it's going to be it's going to be quite an eye opener.
2: How can anyone find out about
0: you, Wendy? I know you're you're oh. good on Twitter. Aren't yeah, you? I'm Twitter. on Twitter. I'm I'm at Turner Webster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. Book just put Wendy Turner. I'm not as good on Facebook, but Wendy Turner Webster and Crafty Beggars TV. Of course, Crafty Beggars. Yeah, well. Crafty Beggars. I crafty love it. Crafty Beggars. Yeah, we're got... filming a new series of Crafty Beggars, uh, probably in the autumn to go out in the winter. And I think you you've got to have your own website. Well, I, I actually, the as far as I've got, is registering the domain, <laughs> oh, com, Wendy. which I've had for, like, four years oh, and never oh done anything God. with. But that's what One
2: we, all day. we all love <laughs> about Wendy because it's everybody else, isn't it? And, you know, but she is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank Let's you. Yeah. Yay! Woof, woof! Nose. Come on. Everything on oh the listen again, guys. Um, Thank you. We're going to play out with a track that um, is going to bring back wonderful memories to uh, Gary Webster <laughs> and his clubbing <laughs> days, if he can remember them. No, he can't. <laughs> um, but yes, have a very safe uh, week. Patrick is going to be looking after you, my lovely listener, from 8 till 10. He has got an abundance of guests and fun and equally fantastic music as well. Um, And this one goes out to Gary Webster and all the team at Wet Nose Animal Aid. And I love you lots. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.